Streptococcus bacilli. Oh, boy. That sucker uh, had knocked me down, but good. I was out for... So th- I was originally planning to you know to go to a party on the Saturday, and, and fr- it, on Friday we were going to do a show, and I think Friday I was tired or something, and so we didn't do the show. And then Saturday I had a, a party planned, and I went to the party feeling kind of not great, and uh, only lasted like two and a half hours, so wouldn't have been able to do a real show anyway, mm-hmm. or would have been awful. Went home and just got throat becomes more and more sore, had to stay home on Monday, thought I'd just, you know, tough it out, mm-hmm. stay home on Tuesday, it got even worse, and Wednesday went to the doctor's like, oh, this is, this is awful, got my antibiotics, the next day I was back at work. Magic. Magic wonder drugs. Uh, I have a residual sort of cough, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, man. Cool. This trip is not fun. Chair adjusted here. Sorry about that. Wasn't the flu? You know, you hear people say I had the flu that I was out, but I mean the flu is way different. The mm-hmm. flu is like you have a fever and stomach issues and all this other stuff. And I just it was just a sore throat and lethargy, and that's all I had. I'm glad you brought up the flu. Flu shots, right? You're all for flu shots building up the herd immunity. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of what is statistically best for science, right? For for health, right? It's kind of a statistics game, yes, right? Yeah, right. what's statistically best for society, right. not for society. science. Okay, <laughs> exactly. Okay, so isn't circumcision the same thing, right? Because, because the AMA has recommendations of getting boys circumcised. I don't think they have that recommendation they do. anymore. They, they still do. Yes. They still do? Yes. Why would they do that? Because... There's a lower all the risk, evidence that shows lower that that risk that of transmitting STDs. From what I read, you don't that, have that evidence that. is that that was debunked, wasn't it? I believe I, I read I that that was debunked. Okay. So, well, but at the time, the recommendation was to get children circumcised because of this transmission of disease, right? Right. And. When Max was born, you were against it, right? You but when, I, when Max was born, I was against it, and it was debunked at that point. No. Yes. Our doctors told us that... Yeah, well, doctors sometimes don't get the memo. Okay. You, you must have noticed that. You have to do some sort of research on your own on this thing. But no, because but I've, I've been into this argument for a while. And, okay. Um, from what I've seen, it helps against... There's some evidence that it helps against the, the uh, against the distribution of HIV/AIDS, which is really not a major problem in the United States. It's a big problem in Africa, so they're well, really right, recommending talk- in Africa, but it's not a huge problem in the United States. It's, I mean, it, it, it is very much confined to a certain segment of the population for the most part, drug users and those who engage in risky. Uh, mostly homosexual sex. Right. But the AMA doesn't look at a specific baby and predict how it's going to turn out, right? Right, but... So they they want to reduce the risk of everyone. But I mean, the, the point is that if you're doing risky sex like that or drug use, having being circumcised isn't going to help. 
Okay. So for for the vast majority of other stuff, being circumcised does absolutely nothing besides cut off a whole lot of nerves at the end of your penis for absolutely no good reason. That's the argument as the state that I understand it. Okay. Please send me information if you find something that shows that, okay. that it's still true. There was something in the news. Heather mentioned it to me. Some new inflammatory headline about circumcision this week. What was it? Inflammatory and circumcision go <laughs> hand in hand. Don't they? It was something. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It probably wasn't that circumcised boys have higher rates of autism, but I mean, it was. <laughs> let me let me find it. It was something along those lines. There's a correlation <laughs> mixing with causation. <laughs> think I've ever heard one. Talk well, I'm uh, okay. Uh, I I told Max a story as as he was getting ready for bed. Henry and the Penguin uh, <laughs> that uh, I just kind of made up on the fly because um, I had no story to tell. So I was just eventually I got into. I was bored of telling the story, so I turned it into like just a, a rambling notes about the differences between a newt and a salamander. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was right. It was autism. Circumcised boys have a much higher chance of developing attention deficit disorder and autism by age 10. The hotly debated research from Denmark says, uh, but not all experts are comfortable with the extremely speculative findings, but... Yeah, that sounds like a. That sounds like you're going to need to have a, a lot of studies that are well done, and then a big meta study to kind of figure out all that. Mm-hmm. That that sounds like I'm not going to trust one one study on something like that. Uh, it's prompted by the combination causes autism. What's the mechanism? There? Prompted by the combination of recent recent animal findings. Linking a single painful injury to lifelong deficits in stress response, stress response, and a study showing a strong positive correlation between a country's neonatal male circumcision and its prevalence of autism. But kids are circumcised before they're even. I mean, animals who suffer. A, animals and humans are very different, right? Because babies come out of the mother's womb not when they're ready. But because if they didn't come out, they wouldn't be able to get out. They're still essentially they you know they're still developing a lot more than uh, like a calf would, right? Calf comes out, it's ready to walk, right? Uh, so it's a it's kind of a different thing. I mean, a baby and a baby is generally cut <laughs> right away, and. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're they're kind of still in that womb period. I don't know if you can make that that kind of assumption. There's no, there's not really any higher functioning there from, yeah, from the baby's perspective. Me, it was a pretty speculative study, but like like I said in, in the yeah. lead in, it was one of those headlines Heather showed to me. So was, I didn't think there was going to be much uh, meat behind it. What about girls who develop autism? They don't get circumcised for the most part. Yeah, they have some other traumatic incident. Mm. I was also telling uh, 
because Max started to tell a story that was basically Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. So I started to tell him the story that was a Lego movie. I couldn't remember what the main guy's name was from the Lego movie. So I, <laughs> that's okay. That's what it was. So I just started with the other characters. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Max was like, that's a Lego movie. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> the main character's name is George. Yeah. Completely different. <laughs> So that was funny. Well, yeah, I had uh, sickness, and oh, on um, on the way uh, to a friend's place today before I came over to here, I uh, got into a car accident. Oh, no. Somebody, I was waiting at a light, and somebody hit me from behind. Not much damage to my car, little scratches. At the- least you caught the guy this time, right? Last time your car got hit yeah, was when yeah. you were sleeping, so. yeah. Uh, so, you know, and it, that took an extra, like, half hour, because then we changed information and called our insurance companies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. More damage to her car than my car. Um, you know, the only thing that was, like, you know, hit my head kind of hard in the back, but I feel fine now, so I'm not really concerned. I already have neck problems anyway. What, what are you going to have a worse neck now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but, um... May have to redo my bumper, but I got to figure someone uh, running into you at a red light like that, uh, distracted driving. Well, she said uh, she said I wasn't even on my phone or anything. Of course, she's gonna say that. But I mean, it's not my fault, so mm-hmm. I don't have to worry much about uh, you know any anything that will happen to my car. And like I said, her car suffered the most of the damage. Those rear bumpers are pretty nice, and it was relatively slow mm-hmm. collision, so nothing. Nothing major. Did you see it coming, or did? Oh no, 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 not at all. wasn't wasn't even wasn't looking back behind. I was uh, straight ahead, waiting for the light. Boom! Oh crap! <laughs> um, wet hot. Did you see the wet hot? American I saw the link. Thing? Yeah, I didn't read the whole story, but I saw that like about most of the cast is back. It's a yeah. Netflix miniseries, something like that, and. What they've talked about doing is they've talked about making it a prequel, which is, I think, okay. the best thing they could possibly do. Because, you know, they were all, at the time they made White American Summer, they were all like 30-year-olds playing teenagers. Mm-hmm. So right now there. they'll be 40-year-olds playing younger versions of themselves. <laughs> That's funny, yeah. And all all the all the people are back. Everybody, like Amy Poehler, Bradley Cooper, uh, um... Janine Garofalo, David Hyde Pierce, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Rudd, all these, you know, Elizabeth Banks, all these famous people are coming back to do this, which is awesome. Right. That's cool. Um, if you haven't seen Wet Hot American Summer. I have. I have no, seen I know. Oh, but, oh, oh, the listeners. listeners. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a good, it's a good movie. When did that come out? It came out. Oh, God. I want to say 99 or 2000. It might have been 2000 or even... Like two thousand one, like right before okay. it was before it was before the towers fell. Okay, it was but just before. I see. Yeah, it's uh, there's some interesting characters there. You know, remember uh, one that sticks out mostly in my mind is uh, Christopher Maloney playing the, the. Oh yeah, Chris Maloney's back too. Sure, he, he was the cook, right? Yes. Yeah, so that was let's say finally your sweaters. <laughs> Did we talk about the Goldbergs at all? No, I just need to get my dick cream. I mean, my stick team. Yes. Stickball team. <laughs> so there's a show, uh, Goldbergs. It's set, it's like, it's like our, it's our wonder years, right? 
you know, for, for our generation, okay. right? Because it's set back when the kid is in sixth grade or so. When we were in sixth grade, right, and he yeah. was nerdy with all the same toys that we had, like you, like his bedroom, the props, the prop master for his bedroom. It's like I had that, I had that. Oh my god, Greg, my friend had that. You know, I think the, the writer and producer was on was on season one of Community. The the guy, okay, what's his name, Adam Ryan Goldberg. Adam Goldberg, yeah. yeah. I think he was is a producer for season one or two of Community or something like that. Um, so I, I, that's how, that's how I know about him. Yeah, I started catching up on the show. I don't know a couple. I don't know about a month ago, and went through the first season, and watched. I'm caught up on the second season, and I mean, there's good episodes, and bad episodes, but some of them are really good, and it's. Uh, you know, I think it's it's a single cam, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Single camera. It's. Um, I just you know because of the the tie-in with my childhood you know it's it's extra sweet watching it right you know and um i never was into those kind of things I, like i didn't get i didn't ever watch saved by the bell i never watched those things that just sort of appeal to your your nostalgia vanity your nostalgia or whatever you want to call it i guess yeah i mean so think of the wonder years but you know think you know with a little bit more dysfunctional family Right, and what's really neat is like a lot of the plots of the story it has to be I mean. are based off of things that happened in his family, and he was the kind of kid that videotaped like everything. So at the very end, right before the credits, they'll play clips of real video of him and his brother and his sister and his parents, like that were scenes that were in the show. Mm-hmm. So that's a really neat tie-in, that right? Is, that he has all this cool. history of stuff that really happened, and then they work that into the plot. And granted, you know, the plot's more out there. It's more entertaining. It's a little sure. more... But, you know, they they find these nuggets of real life and, and weave it into a story. It's really cool. That's a, that's a cool concept. I do like that idea. That's a that's a good twist. Mm-hmm. Take, a, take a real moment and sitcomize it. Yeah. I just invented a verb. Sitcomize it. Sitcomize so yeah, check out the Goldbergs if you're, uh, you know, my age and have Star Wars What's toys. What's his name? And, that uh, Jeff um, Garland. Yeah, yeah. He plays the dad. It's pretty. Uh, he, he, I like a lot. I mean, a lot of the characters are pretty good. I enjoy it. I heard I, it. I'm oh, sorry. Oh no, go ahead. You can take your turn. I had a really weird experience. Uh, one of those experiences that gives you an idea of how people have religious experiences <laughs> because I was I was having a dream I don't really remember much about the dream because you never do right but I, as, as I was sort of waking up from the dream I grabbed something on the to the side of my bed and a shock went through me a deep kind of shock because it felt like this was the object I was just dreaming about okay and it was it was like a it was like one of those almost world shattering moments like oh my god is there is there something here is there something to this and I examined it it was just like a piece of it was a wedge thing that a plastic wedge that goes <laughs> between the uh, air conditioner and the okay uh, the window and I, and I I don't even remember what the object was in the dream mm-hmm. but. In, you know, but you have that that feeling for like ten, fifteen seconds, and finally turn the light on. I was like, "Oh no, this is nothing." What was it that it was supposed to be anyway? I don't even remember. But that moment <laughs> right, was was right. a deep, like, "Oh my god, I need to question everything" type moment. But right, 
ride those. You had to ride that surf and then, you know, question yourself. Right. On those question everything moments. But it was, it was you know, those things happen even to rational, quote unquote, people like us. I heard a story today that they've found that people born during high solar activity live on average five years shorter than people in solar minimum type period. That's, again, another weird uh, correlation yeah. thing. Also, women born dur- during solar maximums are uh, less fertile than than average women. Um, and they suspect that might have something to do with the folate levels being low or something like that. But, uh, again, do some more research. The light levels up. aren't really that much different. The radiation that we get on Earth is not going to be any really measurably different because of the Earth's magnetic field. Unless you're living on the poles, I, I don't know how that would have an effect. That, that that sounds like astrology more than anything else. I I didn't write down. I just wrote down the the headline, right? Yeah, it, I didn't write down. It was a Scientific American thing. So I mean, it wasn't you know, super nonsense place right putting it out. But it it is one of those things where it's like that sounds like a interesting correlation, but. There's no mechanism there that makes sense. So until there is, it right now is just an interesting statistical anomaly. They talked about... It was on 60 Second Science. You want to listen to it for 60 seconds? Uh, No? Sure. Yes? Okay. Hear me cue it up. 60 Seconds of Science? Of Science. Well, there's an intro, so it's about 40-some seconds of Science. What what a rip <clears throat> I know. Excuse me. Keep. Did they use science to to make the intro? Science. I guess they would have had to. Oh, in uh in uh, Big Hero Six, T.J. Miller plays one of the characters, mm-hmm. and they're in the robotics lab, right? And he's walking off screen. And as he walks off screen, he's going, "Yeah, science." <laughs> I'm not sure what came first, him recording that line for the movie, or um. Or, you know, the the line on Doug Loves Movies, but uh, <laughs> soon when he said it, I started like laughing like crazy, and Allison's like, what's so funny? <laughs> Where is it? Here it is. Does Salmon see God? I'm Christopher Antagliata. Got a minute? Oh. Astrologists have long contended that the stars profoundly influence people here on Earth, and it looks like they may have stumbled onto the truth at least when it comes to one star, the sun. Because a new analysis of Norwegian birth records suggests that children born during periods of high solar activity live five for years second? less on average. Another one from Norway, first of all. <laughs> Those damn right. Norwegians okay. with their birth records. But second of all, remember I did say near the poles mm-hmm. might have a more effect because right, okay. y- you have more possibility of... <clears throat> Particles streaming down those streaming down, magnetic yeah. field lines. Yeah. Yes, on average, than did their counterparts born during periods of low solar activity. And women born during solar maxima appear to have been less fertile. Those findings appear in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B. Researchers analyzed more than 8,600 births from 1676 to 1878, while controlling for other factors right, like again, economic class. So... It doesn't even appear to be a modern phenomena. It's a phenomenon noted only in past 
only up to 18 something. Yeah. Where we don't know about the records that are being kept either. Mm-hmm. All right, come on. And indeed, higher solar activity at birth appeared to cut lifespan. The reason, the researchers say, could be exposure to increased ultraviolet radiation during periods of high solar activity, because that UV light can degrade an expectant mother's stores of folate, a B vitamin essential to a baby's healthy development. It's unclear whether the effect would still hold today, as many pregnant women take supplements of the vitamin. And despite the sun's potentially harmful effects, we still need it to synthesize ample vitamins. <laughs> well, you think? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but <laughs> despite the potentially harmful effects of the sun, we still need it. I, <clears throat> has there been a more obvious statement on a science podcast? <laughs> I'm sure there has. <laughs> You're listening to a podcast? But the authoritativeness of which... <laughs> That sentence was was actually said like someone actually read that in an authoritative voice, mm-hmm. not not like sarcastically. They they were actually saying, <laughs> "We still need the sun, <laughs> so don't get rid of it." <laughs> wow, so that's one of the podcasts you listen to, huh? I would uh, I would count that against it. I, I would put that a point in the against column. But what do I know? It's a daily science headline. It gets played through in a playlist. You hear them. Sometimes I talk about them in the pre-show, and you laugh at me. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at you at all, but I am laughing at that, at that <laughs> line. Wow. That's something I'd expect us to say after like five or six beers. Maybe Christopher Antayata likes to drink beer before he records. <laughs> How about that shit coin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, Mount Gox was mostly an inside job, it mm-hmm. appears. And uh, another Bitcoin exchange lost. Got robbed. $50 million, something like that. Uh, the, 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 they lost 19,000 coins. The value of Bitcoin is always <laughs> dropping. So it's under $300 now. It's funny because for a while, all the Bitcoin people were like, you should use a logarithmic graph to look at Bitcoin as opposed to a linear graph because cause that's the real way to do it. That's the real way to analyze it. Basically, it was because they were trying to hide the fact that it <laughs> has mm-hmm. declined a lot. Uh, but now the problem with the logarithmic graph is it no longer hides a decline <laughs> once you get below 300. Mm. You still very easily see it. So it uh, doesn't really help their cause any. And... I am, I am, I have some schadenfreude towards Bitcoiners because I don't think that there's anyone in it who is really into it who is not some sort of either scammer or ridiculous ANCAP libertarian or is a fuck you get or is not a fuck you get mine type person who just wants to, you know, get rich off of other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, I don't think it's. I really don't think there's anybody. Maybe, maybe someone could prove me wrong, but I really don't think there's anybody who thinks Bitcoin is into Bitcoin for the like because it's actually good for society. You know, they're into Bitcoin because they think it would be good for them, and fuck everyone else. And so I'm kind of like, yeah, fuck you guys, and I hope your thing fails. <laughs> All right. 
No. No. I'm not going to bite on it anymore. Do you still... I, I'm I'm curious if you still have any kind of thoughts towards Bitcoin. I won't I won't attack you for them. I just want to know what, uh, what do you think about it. I, I haven't done... I don't know what the current state of Bitcoin is. My thoughts are still on the... Having a functional cryptocurrency that has all the merits that we talked about before, right? And whether I can't argue whether Bitcoin actually has those or not. So, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. So I don't like Bitcoin. Um, I have a performance review next week. Ooh. I expected to go well. I think I've been doing awesome, but mm-hmm. you always still get. I, at least I do get nervous around performance review times. It's just, I think it's just sort of a natural. It's like a report card, right? It's <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I, you know, just ugh. I don't like being put in the, you know, in 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 the hot seat. I guess. Um, I don't. Well, I don't know. I don't get much review the last couple of years. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah, Jeff does what he needs to do, so. But, uh, you know, so I keep a log of basically it's a it's an ongoing Google Doc. I, it's the whole year and it's just every day it's the highlights of what I got, what I got done. Right. So it's my manager can see it. And uh, my coworker, Justin, who's in IT as well, fills out that log. So it's but, you know, for at review time, it's great. You just go back through that log and it's like, oh, here's a here's the big projects I accomplished. Here's the medium ones, you know, and put that in the review and. Be done with it. We log every project we, we work on, so they can see that mm-hmm. I um I I do lots of stuff and close a lot of tickets. So yeah, I think I'm doing well. Um, no one in the Pittsburgh office ever is interested in the Oculus except for me. So I managed to uh, convince them to just give it to me, basically. <laughs> okay. So it's now under my watch at my place are you because it, it used to be i would take it out like every weekend and uh-huh. bring it back right right but it just it and i had to ask for it and ask for it no one else in the office mm-hmm. would i just had to announce to everybody right. anybody wants the oculus look you know ask me no one ever does so. <laughs> right right so it's cool i now have an oculus rift that didn't have to pay for nice nice any intent to do any kind of development on it, or are you just gonna? No, I got a play? game called Elite that uh, is a space flying game okay. that really it, that really works well with it because you can, okay. like for example, um, the in the game you're you're in a spaceship, right? And in order to do some activities, you you press buttons to like look to one side or look to another side to a console, mm-hmm. but. With the head, head, the head tracking, you just look there and it pops up. Oh, neat. And you can look all around your ship. And if you, you can get a bigger, bigger ship, and you can actually stand up and walk around your ship, which you can't do without it. Mm-hmm. It like it models <clears throat> it models that space. It's it's really quite awesome. And and you can do cool things like you know, as you're flying, you can look up and you can see stuff above you and you can crane around and do that kind of thing. It's it's pretty cool. cool. It is really, really cool. Neat. Does the resolution bug you still? Are you getting used to yeah, it? I get or? used to it. Um yeah, the you get you get used to it after a while. <laughs> they you can 
change the color scheme. It has a, I forget what it's called, but it, it, it is a pixel scheme where there's slightly more green, where the green pixels are slightly larger than the red and blue ones. Okay. Um, and so you can change some of the UI elements so that the, so, cause it, they're defaulting as orange, but you can change to green. And so they're, they're clearer. Okay. And so that helps. Um, I mean, after, after like an hour or two, it helps to just take it off and put it into regular mode just to, mm-hmm. you know, get your eyes back to normal. Right. Because <laughs> you are staring at this, yeah, pretty low, you know, relatively low as 980 by something, 980 by 760, I think. Mm-hmm. And if they can put some retina screens in there, huh? Well, um, the next version will. Will it? This, okay. is, this is the, I don't know about retina, but it will be a definitely higher resolution. But it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I have really poor vision, right? Without my contacts in my far point is about four and a half, five inches, mm-hmm. right? Not very far. But, you know, in bed, my contact's out. I can hold the eye. The only problem is I can't read with both eyes because it's so close. My eyes can't focus. I can't get my eyes crossed enough, right? Mm-hmm. So I'll just kind of sit with read with one eye like this. And the pixel density on these things are so nice that it doesn't, it looks just fine, you know? Yeah. This looks like this. Was, his iPhone, yeah. Yeah. So I'm holding my iPhone like three inches, four inches from my eye, right? And, uh, with my contacts not in, it's it can read it just like reading it at you know arm's length with my, with my contacts in, and it the Christmas is just the same because it's so dense in there. So having something like that, you know, in something like an Oculus would be sweet. Yes, but it takes more processing. Power I wonder if I'd have an. I wonder if my like. If I had like a, a VR helmet or something like that, right? I never even tried it on your Oculus when you had it here. Um, you never got the chance. Yeah, I, w- I wonder. So, how far are the screens from your from your eyes? About mm, about okay. uh, two inches or so. Is there a lens in there to make yes. the far? Okay, to make it focus farther out. Okay. Yeah, you can, and, and there are lenses. You can change the lens too. There's a lens. Yeah. So for me, I could take the lens out, right? <laughs> you know, I'd, because that's where my far point is. Is right where the screen is. Yeah, I'm not sure how exactly how that works. Yeah. I have to, to look at the manual, but um, yeah, it works fine for me because I still have very good vision mm-hmm. for now. Approaching forty, I expect that will drop off significantly. I think I'm gonna <laughs> hit, hit a wall. Mm-hmm. Just gonna go. <laughs> Right. Well, let's drink some beers, eh? Let's do it, eh? 